Hey there, this is Lewis Johnson taking my love of sports into the world of esports. So I'm breaking down what's happening in the esports industry, talking with great guests, influencers, and tracking their personal and professional journeys to see how all of that has influenced where they are now. And in the end, I hope you're inspired. And so with that, welcome to All In With Esports. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of All In With Esports. Just energy here in the city, people talking about esports, and particularly here at the location where we're uh, having this uh, conference. First day, met another great person here who has been busy in the world of really supporting young girls and women through uh, all sorts of interesting things and uh, now kind of dabbling and trying to find out about esports. So Jacqueline Thomas, it is a pleasure to meet you and great to meet you downstairs before you did your pitch. So folks are doing these pitches, right? And you did one by <laughs> surprise. You didn't know you had to go up and do it. I didn't. But you were great. And let me tell you why she's great. Jacqueline's already been on Shark Tank twice, okay? You've been watching that show for years, right? And she's been on it twice. So um, kudos to you for actually Thank doing it. Many of us have watched going, wow, I would say this or I would do that. You've done it. So anyway, Jacqueline, uh, Girls Pursuing Science. That is uh, your business. So first, tell, about all, tell us about that and, and what you're doing with it. Absolutely. Thank you, first of all, for having me, uh, for inviting me. A up. pleasure, a pleasure. So much thank you for your time today. Girls Pursuing Science, GPS, as we like to affectionately oh, call like it. Oh, like that. And uh, we're actually guiding girls to advance chemistry and mathematics mm. through cosmetic chemistry. So we started as early as fourth grade, introducing mm -hmm. girls to chemistry, and we teach them how to actually make and produce their own products, to create their own cosmetic products, wow. and to how to take them to market. That's what we have done since 2012. And we're looking forward to actually getting those girls into some other things like esports. Wow, that is neat. So now I'm wondering, um, okay, so we had boys, right? Mm -hmm. We didn't have girls. But I wonder, uh, parents with girls, what age they allow them to wear makeup? You're talking about making their own cosmetic products. It's not just makeup. It must be other things as well, right? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. <laughs> Excellent question. I'm glad you asked that because we always say, like, can you wear yes. makeup? No, my mom don't allow me to. Right. So actually, we do lotions. We do uh, spritz, like body sprays mm -hmm. for little girls. And we do lip, lip balm. Okay. We do lip balm. So they do their own lip balm as well. That's cool. So actually, do you, did you create a kit where they can actually take the kit and create these products? Absolutely. Absolutely. So we have lip balm kits. We have perfume kits that they actually have everything in them. They have their lab coats, their lab glasses. Oh, and cool. that will really resonate with them and make them feel like a scientist. And science isn't so nerdy all of a sudden. So <laughs> it just really boosts their self-esteem in the classroom. And it really, really that I'm most excited about it it improved math and science scores mm -hmm. um, in the classroom. Right. So I'm very excited about that as well. So is that kit something you took to Shark Tank? It is. The okay. kit is. It's, uh, the boss kit is actually what it is. The boss kit? The boss kit. And boss is an acronym for beauty of STEM series. Wow. Okay. <laughs> The boss kit and who and who bought it? Who got in on it? Nobody. No. <laughs> okay. Actually, we did not get a deal for it, uh, but it was fine because I'm also a member of Women in Toys. So, ironically, after that, we got to go to Dallas with, with my organization that I'm a part of. I'm a member of Women in Toys, and I got to pitch before Walmart, um, uh, a lot of other toy companies that I didn't even really know exist because you know I was growing up as always Mattel. You knew who Mattel. Was. Right. Right. So there's a lot of other toy companies as well. And uh, actually, Walmart um, agreed to give me a deal to do it at Walmart.com. 
Wow. And, and I decided not to. So it just really, you know how you'd be so excited about something because I watched Shark Tank every single season. Right. And I really thought I wanted to be a part of their retail. But uh, when the offer came, I didn't. I didn't go for what it. What made you say no? You know, I said no to Walmart because um, actually I think I heard all the horror stories and I can just hear uh, Damon John saying all the time. It's like, you know, if it don't pass, if it doesn't go through they send that inventory back to you and to go oh. to Walmart, you're going to need like $250,000, $500,000 worth of inventory so they can spread, you know, to take to their stores. And all I can see is all these boxes in my condo oh my gosh. if they didn't sell. And not to mention, I spoke, you know, very in detail with representatives from Walmart. They gave me a full spill on how it works. And after they did and told me some products that were just what was heartbreaking to me, you may remember, for those who watch Shark Tank, the Luminate. That product was on Walmart shelves. Okay. What, what was Luminate? It, it was a girls' kit, electronics, to girl, get girls to build different toys electronically. And I think these girls out of California maybe came up with it, and Mark okay. Cuban gave them a deal. And they said that they would not be carrying any more girls-only products. And uh, because mothers were just not gravitating toward mm. it, but they were, that's why they opted to put it in Walmart.com. And after they explained everything, I just, it was a little bit heartbreaking to know that women still just really gravitate toward their boys more than they do girls. Mm. And that's what the market showed. And I was just really surprised by it. But that's what, honestly, why I backed out okay. on the deal. But is that probably also why you're empowered to try and continue to empower Absol women and girls? Absolutely. Uh -huh. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. That just fueled me even more to go into schools, to go into more school districts. And to be able to push girls that much harder. Incredible. So we're all here in Chicago. As I mentioned, we're at the eSports convention. Mm -hmm. This is ESTA's first. The eSports Trade Association is based here in Chicago, their first ever conference. What brought you here? Actually, I wanted to come here because I need to learn more about eSports. Mm. Um, this is my second time at an eSports conference. Um, and I just met so many wonderful people and I'm learning so much and I really would like to know before I go. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so before yeah. I get girls in and, and we get going and build these studios out and get girls in these creative studios because I know chemistry, I know computer science, my degree is in computer science and robotics. Okay. So I understand that part of it and I'm an educator. Okay. I'm a born educator. It's just a natural, natural talent that I have. I often tell people I can teach anybody anything. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I'm a bit of a unicorn because I can teach computer science and I know computer science at the right. same time. Right. A lot of computer scientists, you may be a scientist, but they're not necessarily mean you're a teacher. Right. Uh, I'm both. Right. So I really just, I needed to learn more about esports to actually get girls in, into esports as well because there's an economic opportunity there. A big one. Huge. And the, and the business is booming big time. We mm -hmm. often talk about it, MAP Esports, uh, amongst our group, about just how the industry is growing exponentially. What I love is the, is the interest of of what's going to happen globally, right? Oh, and I'm learning more about that as I cover the Olympics, and I just love that type of thing. And, and I also love the opportunity to see people get a chance to cross-pollinate with folks of other cultures mm -hmm. around the world, and maybe this esports is another way to be able to do that. Absolutely. So, you know, who is your demographic? When you say girls, are you talking about uh, girls of color? All who, Who's your demographic? Who are you working with? Yeah, so we're all-inclusive. Uh, we work with all girls, um, girls, um, women, um, when I see statistics, it's really grim for, for girls of color, and I mm. acknowledge that. So I am a girl of color, so naturally that's close and near and dear sure. to my heart. You sure. know, I am a girl of color, and I know 
how it was struggling, going through school and going through classes and in my computer science classes, being the only one. I took no pride in that. Mm. So obviously I tried to, we, we just, we just gravitate and try to, because we're more of an international company now because we do business, we do business with girls in South Africa. We do business with girls in West Africa. So we are all inclusive in Australia and Canada, That's as great. well as different four different states in the United States. So we, long story short, we do all girls because it just seems like all the statistics, uh, women are ranking uh, from everything from rape victims to making a dollar less than a man. It's women across the board. Right. So no one really can afford to be left out. Very interesting. At this uh, conference, uh, we're meeting people who are educators, obviously those who are involved with science and technology like you're talking about. And the education piece, I think, is very interesting because, you know, we're talking about uh, the collegiate level now where they have certificates or degrees or what have you. But when you step it back to high school, maybe in, in middle school, you're really being able to try to attack these young, well, I should say, you're, you're offering the opportunity to the younger girls mm -hmm. to get them their minds wrapped around STEM and STEAM. So how does the industry need to connect the dots between what we may see in terms of gaming on a global basis or the big events all the way down to those younger girls who can find a way or find a path into the industry? Yeah, actually it needs to. And actually, I've found that with most professionals, STEM professionals, yeah. scientists first got their start in middle school or high school enrichment program. So, so was, something that was happening after school, absolutely, right? Absolutely. Summer something? camps, after school, STEM Saturdays when school was out. It's out of school time programs. I think our school system need to get on board. Right. We really do. And, and offer more computer science classes, uh, more robotic classes, more STEM classes during the day and get off the study, take a test and you're done. Get oh, more, don't get me. Don't get me started on that. <laughs> get more toward project based learning. We have right. to do inquiry, project based learning and right. girls and boys to think. I'm not afraid to have an opinion on this. Uh, both of our, our sons went to school in Texas. We're just in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. And one of the things that bothered me the most was this teaching to the test thing mm -hmm. where, you know, they were mm -hmm. doing these standardized tests. All over America. I mean, it is, to me, it is absolutely the most, it's unconscionable it that, you know, it teachers mm -hmm. at no fault of their own exactly. are tied to trying to teach to the test so that they can get the right a rating at the school, which then bring funds funds back to school. That's not helping a young person get ready to go out and deal with real life, right? So I hope that that can be avoided. So we go from having um, post-day educations, uh, STEAM and STEM for you now have it more actually uh, folded into the regular day curriculum. And for those who may not be aware of it, STEAM is a, uh, science, technology, engineering, math, and, and the STEAM, at STEM, STEAM would add the art involved into it there. So esports and what you're doing, uh, can we get girls more involved with it? You think with with really? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Mm. Because girls are actually playing uh, playing games all the time. Uh, I saw a statistic somewhere, and it just have to be wrong. This could be right. Ninety nine percent of middle school boys play games, play video games, and ninety four percent of girls play with their brothers. How about that? Absolutely. Yeah. That just blew my mind. But girls do play sports, play video games with their brothers. Or, mm. you know, it, it's just like even in the GPS labs now when we're doing cosmetic chemistry, the boys are standing around on the outside looking in and wanting to come in and actually make their products. Right. Make bath bombs, make, you know, um, make lip balm and things like that. And they always say, well, I'm going to make it for my mother. Right, <laughs> so, right. 
we don't turn them away, you know. Right. We do do girls and boys, but the program is Girls for Society. That's awesome. That's awesome. So when you leave here, you make more contacts and connections and then uh, reach out from there. What do you see are the potential next steps for you as you continue to work with uh, Girls Pursuing Science? Yeah, actually, I would like to, in the 36 schools where we are, four states and uh, four inter- three international places, I would really like to integrate esports into studios, mm. into gaming studios, to where it covers the full gamut, to where we have, we're teaching content writing, we're doing graphic arts, we're doing programming, coding, as we've dumbed it down to say, uh, but it's computer programming, it's, it's programming, right. So uh, and gaming. So if a girl wants to game, she can come in in that studio and game. If she's more into content writing, the arts of it, she can learn how to do content writing. And yeah. we'll be pulling in instructors from different parts of the country uh, to come in and teach, and we'll be doing it virtually online. I think that's so cool. And, you know, the idea is that you're not putting a controller in some child's hand to pacify their time. You're letting them play, but you're also showing that there are avenues to actual, an actual career in the business, Absolutely. right? Yeah. yeah, we're hanging out in the studio, and we're being creative, and we're letting our creative juices flow. Yeah. And that's how Girls Pursuing Science is changing the game. That's awesome. Jacqueline Thomas, Girls Pursuing Science. It is great to meet you. I'm a little bit jealous about the two appearances on Shark Tank, but I should say more inspired because it's so very cool to know that you've done that. But I just hope you'll keep doing what you're doing. I hope we can continue to communicate. Uh, and when you mentioned women in, in toys, you got to meet our CEO, uh, Jacob Miles, who is from the toy business originally. Oh, wow. uh-huh. Yeah, you guys need to talk because he has had a tremendous experience, global experience oh, wow. in the toy business. And I'm sure you guys have a lot to talk about. Absolutely. And apparently that business is not going away. It's still there. <laughs> You're bringing games and, and to, to, uh, to the industry. So anyway, Jacqueline, best of luck to you Thank and you. continued success. OK. Thank you so much. Thanks for coming in all in with esports. And of course, you can catch all of our content here on Map Esports Network, Esports FPN. For my show and other shows that we have on the network, and hope you'll do that. More interviews coming from the ESTA conference here in Chicago, so come back. Thanks so much for listening to All In With Esports. Now, don't forget to subscribe to your favorite podcast channel. And we would love to hear from you about this or any other shows on the Esports Future Eye Network. 